There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh. Thanks to Jim Price for filling in for me yesterday. Jim, how are we doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing all right, man. Oh, we're doing all right. Like, it seems like you're down, man. It seems like you're like looking oh. at this country going, but why, man? What do we have to do? Yeah. Like CPR compressions on America or something. Well, the sad part of it is it's, I mean, nobody's... What, what we we just we're gonna wait till the body dies and then try to figure it out. I mean, we got we should be creating the parallel economies that we've always been talking about here, faster and faster every day. I mean, the CBDC thing, guys, that's coming online. That's July one. They started the pilot program already. You guys, like this last weekend, they started this or Monday, they started the new pilot program on the the Fed now, and the largest banks in America are using it. Hmm. So I that's mean, not when good. we talk about yeah, you talk about this stuff like, oh, it's a way, way far, far away. No, it's here. It already started. Happened. You know, it's, this exchange. And again, I get to the idea that uh, a lot of this is on the backside of stuff. You know, we, we understand that there's a, you know, this is the exchange part on the backside so they can move money around faster, quicker, easier, whatever. But that means that they also, I, I meant to mention this the other day. And I, we got to talk to about Kirk to Kirk Elliott about this tomorrow. Oh, well, he won't be with us. Is asking him? He'll be with oh. us next week. Oh, okay, so the idea that the banks, the Fed Reserve, actually has access to your direct checking account already, and that happened uh, eighteen two eighteen months two years ago. I think it was, and and nobody talked about it. I talked about it for a little bit, but nobody seemed to be really worried about it. That the big banks went down and started taking control of your individual checking accounts. The 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 clearinghouses, the central bank. It has access to your checking account. They did that a long time ago. And then here they come with the central bank digital currency that is the big bank money. Well what do you think that they can do to your checking account? They turn your checking account into big bank money. CBDCs. It's already there. This is <laughs> they already took control of your, your bank account along unless you're in a credit union, you've already this is already part of your day. If you're in a credit union, that's and I'm not even sure about all the credit unions. I understand that some of them went ahead and went over to that system, that the central bank has true access to every individual. This was the whole um, – remember when they brought that whole thing in about every, over $600 of transactions on PayPal and Venmo and all that? Yeah. That was part of that. That was part of that, that clump of stuff. And so we've got it's, – it's right here. We're here. Good morning, folks. How are you? What are you – Okay, well, let's see. Uh, silver, gold, and brass to cover your butt. And legitimately, that's what I've done. I've made sure I've got the food. I, you know, I, Hopefully, I can make it for at least two to three years. Um, you know, I've done other things I can do. And after that, I'm going to have to figure out what the economy itself is really able to sustain after that. Because the, the U.S. currency, they're getting ready to raise the, uh, drop the rates to zero again. Or they're going to do a zero rate increase on the Fed Reserve which will then immediately collapse the dollar. And that's supposed to be coming out here in about two, three weeks. Mm -hmm. so, so you think that we're just a few weeks away from global financial collapse, or at least United States collapse? 
Well, yeah. I mean, look what BRICS has done. They're, they're allowing uh, Iran to come in. <laughs> We're the last guys to the table on this whole thing. I mean, really think about this. We are, we are, we are so arrogant in this idea that the U.S. dollar is so great, but yet, I mean, all the indicators are not not there anymore. And so we've got to figure out either how to get ourselves in a way in a survival mode that allows us to be self-sufficient, allows us to be self-reliant, which Trump showed us that model. Trump. Now, here's the thing, guys. If we do this right, we could actually become super amazing because we could literally become self-reliant and let the rest of the world figure it out on their own. And it's like, hey, we're America. We've got our own oil. We've got our own production. We've got our own cars. We've got our own airplanes. If you guys want a cool airplane, you're going to have to come talk to us. But our stuff is cool. And if we do it right, we could do some amazing things, but we have to be ready to do it. And falling under the central bank digital currency is not how you do it, folks. That's, that's, that's this whole problem right here, right in front of our face. It's right here. And we have, we have the opportunity. It's just we haven't – I don't think we've done it. And I, like I said, I, these are the things I've done for myself, and uh, not everybody has an opportunity. But, I mean, when, when's the last <laughs> – we talked about this what, a couple months ago. When's the last time you played End of the Earth? Where you turn the power off on your house for three days, you know, go out to the main breaker, click it off, and tell me how you survive the weekend. Right. Just do that. Well, you know, I, I think that it is concerning that there are a lot of things happening right now. Um, economically speaking, we had some interesting things happen this last week. Firstly, Macron, Macron the president of France, he went to China. And he came back from China saying, hey, uh, we need to move away from the United States of America. We need to, we need to drop our dollar. This, this is real. This really happened. You have Egypt, which through the leaked classified uh, Pentagon documents, was selling missiles to Russia. This is a NATO ally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fine. You can't make this stuff up. But at the we end of the day, what you start to see is that the whole world's a stage. In that right. this is nothing more than a globalist wet dream, and they are ushering the world into complete and utter chaos. And we have yep. one of the most incompetent people that have ever come up in political power at the helm. And, and they're not even really at the helm. They're at, like the, they're at the picture that people get to see. He's the mouthpiece. Right. But behind him, you have some very, very radical people who come out of the – the days of the weather underground of uh, mm -hmm. hardcore socialists who yep. are infiltrated all throughout our government who are trying to collapse American society. And, you know, you're right, man. We need to go out there and begin prepping. We need to go out there and begin setting up parallel economies. And, and I'm telling you right now, and I warned of this last week, is that when Texas introduced a bill to produce their own digital currency backed upon gold. This is your first sign that Texas is getting ready to succeed from the union. Texas is getting ready to say, if this stuff goes south, we're out. And if Texas goes, Louisiana, Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kentucky, Tennessee, mm -hmm. South Dakota, Nebraska, they're all going to follow. And what that's going to do is it's going to separate and divide this country it's going to cause a, a purge out of the blue states into the red states. And mm -hmm. there is going to be a complete distrust in the federal government. And we were talking about this a little bit last night that right now we have about 28 red states, which is the majority. But you need two-thirds majority in order to have a constitutional convention 
mm -hmm. convention of the states of where they divorced the federal government, where they disband the federal government. And we're getting very close to that. Now, it would be hard for them to get that 32-state majority. Mm -hmm. But it's very, very possible with the economic decline, the the, the recession that we're in, the coming depression that we're coming to, and with the collapse of the dollar, you could potentially see that. Now, what's yeah. interesting is the federal government obviously is moving for totalitarian powers, but you still have these states that are strong as ever. And what you're going to see is the states push back, and they think that they're going to usher in the military to move in on them. But the problem is, is those states will immediately call back all their members of active duty military. Even though they're not within their jurisdiction, those people will abandon the military and come back home with the National Guard. I'm telling you that we could be headed into a civil war before 2024. And this is why it is a good thing that people get out there and prep and prepare. People start setting up local economies. Local economies is fine ranchers, fine farmers, fine people who are, uh, who are making bullets. Find people who are metallurgists. Find people who are, are doctors in the local area who are all patriots who can come together and say, hey, look, if things go south, we can, we can keep our community together with each other. That's how things were done back in the olden days. That's how we need to start thinking today. Yeah. No, it's, it's real. I mean, absolutely. And the sad part of it is, is when, you, when you're talking about those things, that the, those things coming apart – you know, the problem is, is that this is going to happen. And I said, I don't know. Do you think it's going to happen in a flash or do you think it's going to take years to do that? It, it could be either or, Jim. It could happen. It, it'll happen overnight. Whatever it is, it'll happen overnight. It'll happen relatively fast. Right. Well, we're so close to so many things. And I don't know. I mean, guys, it's uh, um, that this is the this is the problem where we have we know what the answers are. But then the problem is it's the guys oh, – oh, 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 I don't know what I was going to add to this. Yesterday I asked the question, is there an economist out there who has actually taken the time to see what the true percentages of GDP a government becomes tyrannical or what it becomes too burdensome and to say that, okay, listen, if our GDP is a, a $100 million – I'm just using round numbers – then the government only gets 10% or 8% or 3% or 2%, and that's all the money they get. And if our GDP doesn't grow, then they don't grow. But also, I want to sunset all laws. So two things they got to do. Work within the budget that they're given because that's all the money they get. They don't get to do any loans, which means national security and immigration, according to the definition of what the, the Constitution says anyway. But then the other one is, if I sunset all federal laws, then you're only going to worry about putting the good ones back on. You can't just go, hey, we want to put the same ones on last year. No, they got to go through the entire debate process, just like they always do. And if you want federal murder on there, you want federal capital murder, then that's what you're going to have to work on. And you're going to have to put that on there. You're not going to be worrying about all this other stuff. Hmm. All right, guys, we'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. <laughs> Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. 
we are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Well, Jim, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do. There's a lot of things that but we should do. But the question I don't is, want a revolution today, Josh. I'm tired. Oh, I, hurt, huh? I got to yeah. I can't. Yeah, I I, my knees, it's that trick knee, you know, on the barometric pressure changes. I, I don't feel like revolutioning today. I, I'm tired. I'm extra tired today. So you go ahead and revolution without me, though. Well, for, for everybody out there who's thinking about this, J.P. Morgan strategists have warned stocks are in the calm before the storm phase. That currently right now you had Chase come out yesterday and say specifically that we are in the midst of a recession. Expect lower quarter two GDP. We had really bad GDP, uh, quarter one GDP. Then, did you hear about this, that uh, um, Christine Lagarde... The president of the European Central Bank was tricked into a Zoom call with a fake President Zelensky, which was actually a AI. What? Did you hear about this? No. So she got uh, on a Zoom call right. with a, uh, a, a group of pranksters who were using a fake President Zelensky that was being operated by AI. Wow. Now, what's interesting is what she said. She was talking okay, about yeah, the yeah, European Central Banks and CBDCs. Right. And she goes, you know, right now, in, in, I guess in Europe, I didn't know this, that um, if you – less than $1,000, $1,000 or less, you're not tracked. Oh, but yeah. If you take over $1,000, make a $1,000 transaction, that is tracked by the European Central Banks. And she said that with CBDCs is that they're not going to be um, – they're not going to start out limited. They're going to start at like $500, $600 transactions, which will not be tracked. She goes, but that can be dangerous because of terrorists. So we have the ability to take full control over CBDCs at any point in any time. There are no terrorists. It is your government lying to you. Anyway, I'm sorry. I 
I didn't mean to jump in. Well, there. you know, listen, <laughs> I guarantee you, if we didn't have governments, we wouldn't have terrorism. Yep. Yeah. No, it's uh, that that we we really need to be thinking about this, guys. How? Okay. The article came out in Gateway Pundit on Friday. I, I referred to it yesterday. Is that within the uh, Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers? Um, there was. 40 member, forty FBI members in the Proud Boys. There's another 30 in the Oath Keepers. They had uh, uh, D.C. cops in the January 6th. They had uh, Capitol Police uh, undercover in the January 6th. I'm saying right now, half of those people that were at the January 6th were all undercover cops. You, you can't, yeah, I, mean, I, took po- I took photos of them. So it actually got pun- – we actually – the Gateway Pundit uh, published my article with my photos in it of the paid actors in that group. Mm-hmm. And, and, and everybody's just like, well, you know, man, we should have done that. <laughs> we got – government is creating crimes for you folks. I don't think we're as bad as we really are. I, and even the, the opponents that we think we have, I don't think it's a 49-51 split. I think it's somewhere around 20 or 30 percent of us are a bunch of wackadoodle communists, and the rest of us are trying to make lives of ourselves. And then we don't even realize it because they keep inflating our voting registers. They keep screwing with everything. They manipulate us on every level, and it's the government. If the government wasn't here, we wouldn't be fighting. We would not be fighting with each other, and we wouldn't be fighting other countries. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, there might be a little incursion every now and again where somebody decides to do something weird, but in reality, we would not be fighting like we do. Throwing our men into the Middle East in that sand and making them bleed and die for what? Because Daddy Bush had a vendetta against somebody? The central bank wanted to get into Iraq? Come on. Oh, government. We don't need big government. We need less government. We'd be a, we're, I think we're a lot better off. Because the government, I mean, how do we do it for all those years when we had the Declaration of Independence and the, and the Constitution alone? What, what, was there chaos? Was there killing and raping in the streets? Was there, you know, vandalism and robbing and all that stuff? No, everybody had a gun. It was a civilized society. Oh, yeah. This would... <laughs> Not according to how we did the revolution. We, 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 we were a guerrilla warfare, remember? But anyway, no, we just... I think we're. I think this that we we've we've found this cage to be too comfortable, and the thing is, is to be free terrifies people. If I said there's no more laws of the book today, everybody thinks everybody just goes out and kills everybody. I'm not holding back robbing a bank because it's illegal. <laughs> like I don't want to rob a bank. It doesn't <laughs> right. make sense. I mean, it is stupid, well but yet I'm people. I'm not holding back on robbing the bank because I don't because I don't need the money. I'm holding it back because I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it's a, oh, it's illegal, Jim. That's why you're not doing it. Really? Is it? I don't want to harm other people. But why is it that everybody pushes us to that point? Why does all these laws and all these wars and all this language push us to conflict? None of this is defaulting to freedom. None of this is defaulting to to peace. It always defaults to, oh, it's going nuclear, Josh. Josh, jo- uh, Josh, it's going nuclear. Oh, big red button, you know. I mean, well, you know, come on, nuclear man. Nuclear talk comes up when Americans start standing up and saying, hey, what, what, what's going on here? And you can't do that. Like, what's this law? Why are you putting this? And all of a sudden, oh, well, we're, we're in nuclear war. Oh, my goodness, nuclear war. Be scared. Be concerned. Be scared. <laughs> yeah. Be concerned. Be scared. Don't do anything. Know that the world's coming for you, and they're going to eat you and poison you and put snake peptides into you. But don't 
but don't don't do anything. Know that we're coming and destroying you, pouring this drip, drip, drip of acid on your forehead. But don't don't flinch. Don't act like it bothers you. You know, don't mind the incarceration. Just invite more into your life. It'll be fine. No, this is this is the we got to guys. If we don't have this conversation, if we don't say these things out loud, we can't get out of this. Conversation and talk is really the only way we get out of this initially. Yes, there probably is going to be a point of physical that we'll have to bother to do something. But if we don't start talking, we can't get any better, right? We have to do better. I agree. And, you know, we have to do better before they start coming to get us. Because uh, I don't know if you saw this, the FBI and the DHS have now put out that the terms based and red pill are now extremist words and that uh, I might have to rebrand now because of this. <laughs> You're scared of them. Um, well, did you see the Catholic Church has got um, FBI agents at the parishioner level going around Catholic Church because uh, uh, Director Ray says that Catholic extremists are amongst us and that Catholic churches need to be monitored for extremists who believe that government needs to be smaller than it is? His words, not mine. His words, not mine. That's that's at the Catholic Church, and the cat that means the Catholic Church has allowed this. That means the leadership, your bishops or cardinals or whatever those whatever the hierarchy is, has allowed for this to be infiltrated into the local churches that they feel are extremist. Well, that's interesting. That's 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 came out. That was a memo from government uh, from uh, Director Ray. That memo came out this uh, last couple of weeks here. So this is they're, – they're coming after you, folks, and they're creating crimes that don't exist. I want you guys to be free. Oh, Jim's a radical. That's that, That's the problem right there. Oh, look at He's just wanting you to be all free. Ooh. How is that radical? No, we need to CBDC, so I know what you're spending. Oh, did you spend $2 on Candy Crush last month? Well, obviously, you're wasting time. Oh, you're a – you know, we need to, you know, tune you in there. We need to control or devalue. Guys, here's the other part of CBDCs. Josh, we all think CBDCs are equal. But what do we know that currency that is digital can happen? It can be manipulated value. So you may have a billion CBDCs in your checking account, but you can't buy a cheeseburger because yours is worth nothing because you have violated their code of standards that the AI has developed that says that you spent money in the wrong way. You bought too many Starbucks this week. You went out of Zone 5 when you belong in Zone 3. See, the, the devaluation of your currency and the turning off of your currency is where you really need to be terrified because you could think you're a billionaire today, and they'll say you're a nothing heir tomorrow because they can just devalue what you have. Well, have you Not seen only turn it the off. movie In Time with Justin Timberlake from 2011? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It, the movie is based that uh, time is now the, the biggest commodity on the planet and that mm-hmm. it's genetically engineered into you on a blockchain and that everything that you do has to be partitioned with this, whether it's your rent, your food. Um, and at 25 years of age, you basically get one year. One year. Wow. And then your clock starts to, uh, moving at 25, so you have to work for the rest of your life. But the people who created the system have billions upon billions of years. Mm-hmm. And they have immortality, and they're the ones that produce the system. And it's, it's, it's a good movie, but like the thing where you talked about the sections, 
And that's mm-hmm. what they did is they they separate all the regions and the sections of the planet. Very similar to um uh what's that movie? Um uh, the, Hunger the Games. oh Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yeah. Yep. Yep, it's exactly the same. And that's where we're headed. This is... I mean, I'm telling you, that's that's the that's the world that they want to create. Oh, absolutely. And what is the what is the what is the Hunger Games based off us? Us fighting each other for food. You send your champion into fight and whatever level your whatever you know hierarchy your champion wins you get extra food rations well in the walled section you live in that's that's right there guys we say movies are documentaries but they're also telling you what the future is what they expect to see for you but i do know looking glass 2012 we win all right, we'll be back with more Dark and Light Show right after this. Don't take no Don't take no Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Show. You know, and a lot of people, Jim, are afraid of AI. <laughs> what are your thoughts on AI? Well, here's the thing: is if it's the it's if it's the system that gets to dictate whether you can spend your CBDCs or not, well, then it's going to be a problem for you because it makes things only based on human input. Whatever was put into that computer program, which is exactly what it is, whether it's building off of itself or not, if you build it, uh, if you build an AI program that's built on a turd, then you're going to get a lot bigger turd the bigger it grows, right? So whatever the base was put into that, just no different than we have already seen Chat GPT, who doesn't want to put anything positive about Trump, but will write a, a three paragraph. Uh, uh, poem about Biden. I mean, obviously there's some tilting there. So it depends on the parameters that were put into the AI and how it was built. Now, these aren't things aren't built as if we're thinking of these as a God that's has your best interest at heart. It's at whoever created it, whatever they wanted it to be. That's what it turned out to be. So if it's running, you know, the streetlights where it keeps the traffic flowing like it's supposed to, according to the AI that's supposedly in these intersections that reads or senses your car at the intersection and it's keeping the traffic flowing, huge benefit. Thank you. Less cars sitting in an intersection, doing nothing, burning fuel. That's great. Everybody saves some money. We get to where we're going faster. If it's telling me how I can buy two Starbucks per week because I'm, a, I'm, I'm fat or my cholesterol isn't where it thinks it should be, well, then I think, I think that's none of your business because that's free will. If I want to be lethargic and, and unproductive, then that's my wish. If I want to be whatever, then that's also my wish. And that's where I that's where I think that the problem is is that there's points where I can see it can automate certain parts of our lives to make things flow better and keeps things going autonomously. I get that the automated system of it, but when it's in there trying to tell me how to live my daily life, if I don't do so many rotations on the exercise bike or treadmill, then I can't get my 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 monkey pellet. And that's what it's turning out to be. Where are the little monkeys pushing the red button, hoping for the little pellet to come out and feed us? That's what I'm worried about. That's the part where AI bothers me. I don't, I don't see the problem with it when it's helping us solve problems, letting us do certain things. You know, I get it. We made a bicycle because walking sucked. <laughs> I get it, right? You know, we made a, a motorcycle because pedaling sucked. 
Well, we made a car because the wind blowing in my face sucks. You know, I mean, we evolved these things because we liked certain other cre- uh, creature comforts, comforts out of it. But at the same time, you know, when, when do you allow it to take over your free will? And that's what I'm worried about. Well, a AI developer by the name of Pratik Desi out there mm-hmm. has said uh, that you should start recording your parents, elderly, and loved ones. With enough transcript data, new voice synthesis, and video models, there's a 100% chance they will live forever with you after leaving their physical body by the end of the year. What he's talking about is you can make video of them and you can put this into an AI. The AI will replicate exactly who they are, personality, characteristics, even visuals, of which you can interact with them online anytime. I no, no, no. You know what? That no, uh, uh-uh. uh. Because I'm gonna tell you what right now. That means that well, I can get back to grandma when I want to. Interpersonal communication, interpersonal relationships is the only reason that we're on this big blue marble to begin with, folks. And if you if you use the AI to say, well, I'll get around to seeing grandma when I can, you're never gonna see grandma. No. The point is, cherish the people you have now. Cherish the time you have now. Don't turn it over to a computer. I mean, I get maybe you want to save some memories, but you imagine mm-mm. doing this like your grandma or something like that, and like you know you get busy and you forget about it, and then uh, you know like a year and a half later you're like, oh, forgot about grandma, right? And you turn it on, mm-hmm. and grandma's sitting there and like, how dare you? I'm so mad at you. I've been sitting right. here for for one year three hundred. <laughs> 64 days, 292 hours, 37 uh, seconds. mm -hmm. Then how dare you? I'm not talking to you. Yeah. And you're paying $10 a month for it. Right. You're paying for – this is not like Bitcoin. It doesn't get better, you know, where you've had a bunch of Bitcoin for 20 years and you forgot you had. This is like, oh, man, we haven't visited Grandma. You're typing it in. Oh, hey, Grandma. Why haven't you visited me? And then you got all this – and then you can't refute it. No, on February 2nd, you at 12.30, you did not have time for me because you were watching X-Men. You know, I'm saying, like, because they're, they're going to know. You can't lie to her. Like, how, why, do you, are you sure you want that? I don't know. Anyway, but like I said, I think it takes away from the interpersonal communication and skills that we really need to, we need to get better. Guys, we don't talk to each other enough. We really don't. We really think that, well, you know, I don't like people. That's why I don't talk. Who trained you how to say that? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you go into the call closet for two straight days with no light and no communication with the outside world and you hear nothing, you will be crazy when you come out two days later. And that's just two days without human contact. Those of us that can say that they have the privilege of saying, I don't want to have human contact, actually have an absorbent amount of human contact in their life. And to say that, oh, I I don't need people. You do need people. Or you go crazy. Science has proven it. They've done studies after studies after studies on this whole thing. What is it? Uh, uh, you can up to five days. You can have uh, no sleep without going crazy or something like that, or five or seven days, and then you will mentally break. But to go into a quiet, dark room with no sound and no human contact, I think it takes less than forty-eight hours, and you will mentally break. You will not survive it, no matter how mentally tough or cool or how many mantras or you know yoga, whatever things you think you can do. You have to have human contact. That's why we have radios. That's why we have TV. That's why we have the internet. Why does why everything that we invent get us to other people quicker? Cars. 
get us to people quicker. Airplanes, get us to people quicker. Phones, get us to people quicker. Why? Because we want to talk to each other. Why do people listen to other people's phone calls? Because we want to talk to people. Everything that we do, we got a government that's got entire agencies that all they do is listen to you talk. Because that's how important you are. But we're like, I don't like people. That's it, Josh. I'm out. I'm going to go antisocial. I'm just going to stay in my basement and computer game with people that I don't know while yelling at them because I don't know them. I mean, what? People need people. And that's the greatest fallacy we've ever been taught is that we don't need people. And absolutely, that's how they keep us from... And that's I think that's the anti-aging serum right there. How many elderly people do you see this just light up as soon as they see other people? And the first thing they want to do is hug you. And they'll sit there and hold your hand, and they'll engage with you and talk with you, and they want to talk because they haven't talked to anybody in days or weeks. And that's how important human contact is. Well, yeah, it is. It is. But, you know, if you went to a closet for three days, you wouldn't you wouldn't die or crazy. Um, you'd probably come out like <laughs> sane and healed and with all the answers to everything because you have been understimulated by the world for so long. That's the yeah. truth, I think, anyways. I meditated this morning. Like uh, this, the, there's a room in my house where the sun rises. Right, and uh, it's gonna once the tree fills in, I won't have that. But I had it today, and I wanted to get some sunlight. And so, you know, it is disgusting as it was. I took off my shirt and I got into a meditation position, and uh, you know, just kind of got calm with the That's sun perfect. rising and hitting me. And it was incredibly peaceful. And the one thing I realized is that it was incredibly difficult to shut off the mind, right? From all yeah. the various different types of stimulation that it has from the environment. Like there's a fan running in the background. You hear, you know, the water pumps moving. You get the dogs moving around. You get like you hear all the subtle sounds and you become overstimulated by yeah. the very, very calm environment because you're so used to this overstimulation of information coming at you, bombarding you day in and day out. Um, but it was very, very peaceful. And I, I, I extended it. It was interesting too, because I'm watching the sun rise. Right. And I'm like, mm -hmm. man, I'm, I'm wondering like, you know, when God's going to give me a sign that I'm done. Right. And I had some right. meditation music in my ears, my earbuds, and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden the music goes off. I go, Oh great. Here's a phone call. And the phone rings and right. I look at the phone and the caller was sunrise. Really? I'm dead serious. Yeah. I didn't answer wow. it. I probably should have. I, I hung up on him. I'm like, <laughs> I don't do spam. And then I'm like, oh, this is maybe, God. Maybe that was God. <laughs> like, oops, my bad. <laughs> Did you just voicemail me, Josh? This was God calling. Hey, bro, I was going to talk to you, but you sent me to voicemail. I'm going to go ahead and drop this. Uh, bye. <laughs> like, oh, you missed out. Uh oh, Josh. Well, I you had, missed a, your I had blessing. American Express call me yesterday. Really? Right? And they're like, is I this kind of Josh? forget they exist. Is this Josh Reed? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, Mr. Reed, we've been trying to get a hold of you. We've sent you a few notifications about your credit card debt of $1,000. And I'm like, um, who are you? And she goes, it's some Indian person, right? And I'm like, um, I don't have an American Express card. She goes, oh, no, you do. And I go, no. I, and I was using different words, <laughs> trust me, some vulgarity. Right. And right. Um, I'm like, I don't have an American Express. So I had to go check. I'm like, do I have an American Express card? No, I don't have right. an American Express card. What the? So like this, these spammers, man, they're just getting out of hand. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, they're real. They just want to talk to you, Josh. 
That's right. <laughs> we'll be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. See Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Back to the Dark Delight show. How are we all doing? Jim. Jim. Yeah. You know. What's up, Josh? Sometimes I just want to buy a big old piece of land and retire. You know? <laughs> I just, uh, it, it just, that's just what I want to do. Let's go to the, the lines here. Mike, how you doing today? Hey, Josh and Jim. How's it going, guys? Good, man. How Good are to you? hear from you, man. Hey, great to hear. Great to be on. Now, hey, earlier you are talking about things. I've coined a term. Go, I'm going Amish. Okay. You're going Amish, huh? I'm going Let's Amish, okay? Amish don't take photographs. They go old oh. school, okay? No, no electronics. Grow your own food. You know where it's coming from. Oh yeah. Also too. Also too. I just want. Oh, sorry about that. One other point I just wanted to bring up was uh, the 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 thing that went on in Kentucky yesterday. Mm-hmm. That that was oh. a political assassination. Mm-hmm. Because you know, uh, the, the the governor I actually of Kentucky have it pulled up right now. Tommy Elliott, old National Bank senior VP, among those killed in Louisville. 
shooting. He's friends with the governor. He's friends with former governor uh, Andy Bashir. He's friends with Rick Scott. This was the banker to a lot of high-level politicians. Also, to the governor was a, as a Democrat. This is how they're pushing their gun control. This is what happened in New York with Hochul, the guy who came from halfway across the street, um, state to go to Buffalo. Same thing in Illinois at the 4th of July parade last year. Hmm. There, oh, there was one in the 4th of July parade, parade last year as well? Uh, well, what happened was at the 4th of July parade, you had one of the transgenders that shot up a, a 4th of July parade in somewhere in Illinois. And then mm-hmm. shortly after that, Illinois started pushing more heavy gun control, trying to ban uh, semi-autos outright. I remember that. Yep, same thing they, do, they did here in New York with Hochul. They, they switched all that around. Now you've got to have a permit to own a semi-auto rifle. And now Kentucky just seems a little coincidental. Oh, it Isn't is. all rifles semi-auto? Yep. Yeah, in New York you have to have a, a permit now. If you buy a new because one. Because even a bolt action is semi-auto. Right. <laughs> yep. Come on, yep. folks. Kid, kid you not. Oh. Yeah, look up, look up New York gun laws starting at, um, as of October of last year. Washington State is doing the assault weapons ban where they're yep, basically saying that no weapon in Washington up. is going to go through. Yeah, yeah, that's going up before the governor. And that's going to that's gonna pass. Well, so. it's gonna. It's only gonna happen for as long as people allow it to happen. That's true. Oh, oh, well, oh, well, Johnson, I'm gonna leave you go. So you guys have a great day. Hey, Thanks, good seeing you. Thanks, sir. And and he's right. You know, this is. Uh, I, I had this actually up here of of Tommy Elliott, and uh, I'm sitting here going because Rick Scott posted on uh, Rick Scott, former governor, posted on uh, Twitter. He's like, I just lost a good friend, and I'm so sad to hear about this. And then you find out that he's uh, a good friend of Andy Bashir of Louisville Governor uh, Craig Greenberg, mm-hmm. and he's helped many of these people build their law careers. Um, and he's a banker. Hmm. Right. Interesting. What What was that whole thing that just happened to be some politician just happened to have where the there was somebody killed and two other injured, but three of the people happened to be related to a politician that's in the banking industry or something. Did you hear about this? The one that happened like two days ago, the one in Kentucky. Did you hear about this whole relationship on the backside? I mean, guys, people, I don't think you realize like how many of these incidents we see around our globe where, I mean, just from Janet Yellen to the FTX, uh, you know, CEO, his parents are also on the Fed Reserve Board and all this other stuff. I mean, guys, we, we keep thinking none of the, you know, what was it, the Hillary Clinton connection to the Three scientists going to East Palestine, their plane crashed. Um, I mean, over and over again, there's so many of these things where it's like we're seeing these politicians, the rats are killing each other. We're not paying attention to what they're doing to each other and exposing themselves in the same way when they go and they say they can go after Trump. They can, they can go charge a, a, a sitting or an ex-president, whichever way you want to look at that, a sitting or an ex-president with a crime of undisclosed definition. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, you know, they're opening themselves up for exposure, right? So this whole thing, like the killing of these people, pay attention to watch their body count, watch what they're really doing here. They're showing you their hand, but you're not. You're so caught up in the oh, school shooting. Well, 
But what else was tied in with that? What else happened there? Who was tied into that? Why is it they've had, hid the manifesto of that uh, Tennessee shooter? Why? Because they named names. They actually gave a real definition. Of what? Hey, the video footage of him, that person being executed with two different pairs of shoes on, that was out in two hours. But we can't get the, with the we can't get the release of the body cam on a another shooting for two months. It's all about what they want you to see, what they want you to get you excited about. Mm-hmm. When one fits its narrative, all of a sudden it's out there right away. And when it doesn't fit the narrative, it's not out there at all. That's it, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I showed this. If you go to, uh, what is it? It's, uh, I think it's WTFstudy.com. WTFstudy.com. Mm-hmm. It'll take you to one of my old blog posts. Oh, I, I hope it still does. Hold on. Because I changed the domain. Um, but what this was about was how COVID was, oh, nope, it's not there anymore. Darn. So how COVID was utilized to kill off a whole bunch of old politicians that basically sold their countries out. And, um, there is over 1700 famous people that died uh, in 2020 from COVID. Okay. Right. 37% of them were politicians. What? Wow. Yeah, globally. Yeah. I thought they were the ones that weren't taking it. I thought that all the politicians were smart enough not to take us. They didn't get the memo. I, I guess not. Man. Well, I think I that they, you know, heart attack guns and those types of things. Was used oh there. yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. my thoughts. Well, the heart attack gun was developed in the 1950s, folks. It's been around for 70 years, and they've refined that. They didn't develop it once, and then, eh, we'll just leave it. <laughs> they've been redesigning and mastering that process this whole time. Um, but anyway, real quick, we had a question yesterday come in about how many people voted in the 2020 election. 154 million point six, almost 155 million people voted last yes, in 2020 in the presidential election. So when we talk about the numbers uh, that I say that I believe Trump won by, uh, they seem in, they don't seem accurate, but when 150 million people did vote anyway. All right. Um, the, we gotta, we gotta stand up guys. Yeah. Whenever you guys are ready. I mean, seriously, I keeps Josh, have I said that before? I mean, even in this show, I think I've said it already. I mean, what is it going to take? What do people need? Do they need the big flash on the horizon with the big mushroom cloud? Is that what makes people excitable? I, I think that once the economy begins to collapse, I think people will start coming to. I think people will start rising up, protesting, and, and that's when people will start getting prepared. It, it's like uh, when COVID happened, right? It's right. when COVID happened is when people went to go get toilet paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Like, hey, we oh. like, no, toilet paper. This is outrageous. <laughs> yeah. but, but that, the only thing they can control. Happen. Luckily, yeah. the audience that we're talking to are, are small, small town folk. And mm-hmm. the majority of them are prepared. They they yeah. they have to be prepared because they have harsh winters, and right. that's just their reality of living in those those small town areas. And if they're not prepared, yeah. their 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 parents or grandparents are prepared. Um, oh, absolutely. But it's, that's the great thing about living in those rural areas. Uh, and man, I mean, whew, I'll, I'll be back in I'll be back in Western New York, Fourth of July weekend, <laughs> people. Fourth of July weekend, oh, yeah? we'll be out there. Let me know if you want to do something. <laughs> you doing the fam? You doing the fam fam thing out there? Yeah, we're gonna make it a, a thing every year. Me and the kids going up cool. there. Yeah, but you got to do that, man. 
Yeah, That's you perfect. do. I mean, I I spent many years without seeing most of my family because I just lived abroad, military, that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. every year I'm going to make it a an effort to get back. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and buy a uh, um, an RV, hook up to my my truck, and and drive it across the. It's not even across the country anymore, but across the country mm-hmm. for the Fourth of July weekend. That's cool, man. That's great. Then that see, that's it, guys. That's you guys want the. I mean, you don't even have to do the RV. Just get in the car and drive. That's right. Freedom. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow yep. with more Dart to Light show. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you soon.